Hello, mamas. I am so happy you are here with me on our motherhood journey as we raise our teens. It is such a blessing to know we have one another supporting each other along this path. I'm thrilled to talk to you today about a topic which is so close to my heart. I want to focus on shifting our perspective surrounding our teens and step back and pause to focus on the truth. The truth is, our kids are growing up and we cannot stop it. We cannot stop it. So rather than fighting against the natural progression of our teens growing up, let's focus on how we can relish in the beauty of watching our teens evolve. As moms, even though letting go is hard, it's really hard. We need to shift our perspective and allow our teen to develop into the person they are meant to be. You may say silently to yourself, I don't know how to do this. And this, my friends, is why I'm here today to offer you the support and guidance to make this shift in your parenting journey. As a mom of four daughters, two in college and two who are seniors in high school, I am in the thick of it with you, but I have also learned a lot along the way. You may be asking yourself, well, how do we do this when our mama hearts are aching and we so often feel a loss as our kids grow up? The best answer I have for you is this, by letting go slowly, rather than hovering and allowing them the ownership to make decisions by walking alongside of our teen while supporting them through every twist and turn, by allowing our teen to become who they are meant to be, not who we have envisioned them to be, and by letting go of the idea that every day we are in countdown mode because we only have 18 years or 18 summers with them. Let that go. When I think of my teens, I have one main goal, and it's this, to foster a relationship that will last a lifetime. Isn't this the goal for so many moms? But as moms, we have to allow this journey to happen organically. We need to allow room for independence and growth while cheering them on as we watch the growth of who they are becoming rather than fighting it. As I mentioned before, for me, there are three main points, so let's get started. One way we can change our perspective is to offer space to our teens to make their own decisions about life, school, etc. It provides a feeling of empowerment and ownership. But as moms, this is hard sometimes. When our teens feel empowered with their thoughts, their confidence grows. They feel their parent trusts them and believes in them, and they learn to navigate the adult world with the beauty of knowing that we are right there by their side. When teens are offered the space to make their own decisions, we as moms are opening up the doors for them to learn. As we know, learning takes place through growth and making hard decisions and often failing. And even though it's challenging at times to navigate, it's an essential piece to growing up. As moms though, we are used to making all of the decisions for our child. So when the tween and teen years arrive, so often we have a difficult time letting go of being the sole decision maker. Up until this point, we decided when they ate, what they ate, when they went to bed, what their room looked like, how they dressed, and even who they had playdates with. Then, boom, they want to make decisions and have input, and we get thrown out of sorts. But we have to keep in perspective, this change and growth is a beautiful thing. To me, this time in our teen's life is a blessing. 
It's validation that as a mom, I have encouraged my teen to feel confident and independent in their decision-making. I have raised a child who values their own opinion and wants to share it with the world. So rather than feeling threatened by this independence and decision-making, we should relish in the fact that we have done a wonderful job. So give yourself a pat on the back and a nice long hug. You deserve it. So how do we allow space for decision-making and not always take over as we always have? Maybe it's by not hovering over them while they're doing their homework or checking the online grades and rather asking our teen questions to open up a conversation. So for example, if we feel our teen is struggling with something academically, we can ask these types of questions instead. What do you think you can do to improve for next time? Are there any different strategies you can implement that you didn't do this time around? How can I help? Would you like some suggestions? Ask and invite. Don't assume your teen wants input at this very moment. Another example of offering space for decision-making reminds me of when my kids were little and how they used to come everywhere with me since they didn't want to be left alone. Then one day, they had zero interest in running errands or doing activities with me. What I realized though, and it took me a long time, was to let go of the expectation that they were coming with me and not demand it, but rather ask. As the tween and teen years approach, I feel that they are old enough to make a decision based on their time. Here's an example that I always go to, and this is when things started to change for me. And this is when I stopped taking my teen needing space personally. And rather, I looked at it that they simply needed time alone. They needed time alone to grow and to figure out who they were becoming. They are going through so many changes, not only physically, but emotionally. And half of the time, they do not even know what to think about themselves or the world. So when they have the space to think and be alone, it opens up the doors for them. So for example, my daughters always loved to go to CVS with me to run errands, to get something simple like Q-tips or shampoo. But I knew that some days they didn't want to go anymore and I wasn't going to take it personally. To be honest though, I missed this time. Our time in the car was reserved for talking openly and blasting music and I miss it. But don't get me wrong, it's hard. But I also have to respect their space and sometimes they want to be alone. So I decided that anytime I'm about to run an errand, I don't just leave assuming my teen doesn't want to be with me, but rather I ask if they want to come with me. Even if they're in the room with the door closed, sometimes I simply just go and knock and I ask, and if they say no, I just wanna stay here in my bed or scroll aimlessly on TikTok or FaceTime a friend, I just say, okay. And again, the key to this is not taking it personally. Once we can do that, it allows us moms to have a beautiful thing emerge. We let go of feeling bad. We let go of feeling this need for control and it opens our eyes to realizing that our teens are getting older and they can make their own decisions. Letting go is hard. There is no doubt about it. And most moms struggle with this part of motherhood. But if we don't offer ourselves a space for it, we are doing our teens a disservice as well as ourselves. We need to trust that what we have embedded in our tweens and teens will remain in the back burner of their minds and all we have taught them will remain close to their hearts. 
We need to begin to trust ourselves as well as our teens. And this natural progression of letting go and allowing our teens to evolve and grow into the beautiful individuals they are is a blessing. Holding our teens on a tight leash will not help them. So often we think as moms, if we're right there, mistakes won't be made and everything will work out perfectly as planned. But guess what? That's far from reality. Our kids are going to make mistakes with us right by their side or watching from the sidelines. Our goal should be to let our teens know that we are in a transition of letting go, but still by their side for support, encouragement, and to help them navigate this time in their lives. Because as we know, it's a lot to handle on their own. Letting go may be hard, but also as moms, we have to remember Letting go does not mean severing all connections. It's taking a back seat while being their loudest cheerleader and confidant. It's remaining connected while not suffocating them or being a helicopter mom. It's preparing them for making decisions and mistakes within the safe environment of our home. So when they are out in the world on their own, they're independent and more than capable. So let's not get caught up in the phrase letting go. It isn't the end of being a mom and our kids need us. Trust me, as a mom to a college junior and sophomore, some days they need me now more than they did when they were younger or even in high school. So how do we let go in a way that's healthy for our teens? I like to think of it as simple steps at first, not a leap, just a step. We ease into it. Maybe it begins with allowing our teen to make more decisions on their own. Maybe it's asking a question or opinion rather than demanding. Maybe it's stepping back as we watch them fall to allow them to grow on their own through the fall. Maybe it's experiencing a failure and not rescuing. This leads me into point number two. We have to allow our team to become who they are meant to be, not who we have envisioned them to be. They need to create their own path. They need to become the young adult that they are proud of. And most importantly, they need to create this path. We might not agree with it all the time, but we owe them this respect that they can create this path. We trust them. We can't demand what their path is going to look like because they're very different from us. We might be their mom, we might be raising them, but we don't necessarily have the same core thoughts that they do. And we can let go and let them become who they are rather than fighting them about who they're becoming. And we accept who they are and this creates the connection. You may be asking yourself, but how do I do this when I disagree with the path they are choosing? If it's not a path where your teen is dabbling in substance abuse or a dangerous avenue where safety is at risk, keep supporting them through their journey even though it may not be the one you envisioned. They need you by your side. Maybe our teen wants to quit playing a sport or stop dancing or gymnastics after many years and hours upon hours of hard work. It's their path. Maybe they wanna to go to a different college than what you dreamed of for them. It's their path. Maybe they wanna head into a career that you don't think is great or you just don't have an interest in. It's their path. But how do I do this when it's so difficult and I feel frustrated? You need to let go of the frustration. Call a friend, go for a walk, 
listen to some meditation music and realize this is where your teen is supposed to be. It is a natural progression for them to want to branch out and follow their dreams, not follow our dreams. No one said it's easy, but it's truly a part of respecting our teen. If we don't accept the path they choose and support their decision, what kind of relationship will this be in the future? It will be a relationship where our now adult kid thinks we don't trust them or have faith in them or think that they can handle life. So as moms, we need to sometimes pause, stop talking, and allow our teen to evolve. Who knows? You might be surprised and realize they actually have had this figured out all along. This brings us to the third key point in embracing and enjoying our kids growing up rather than dreading it. Now, this is a big one. Let go of the idea that we only have 18 summers or 18 years raising our kids. That's nonsense. Embrace the idea you have a lifetime. There is no time limit, so don't get caught up in that trap. I honestly don't know where this thought came about for moms, but all it does is put us in a vicious cycle of trying to always prove ourselves as moms and hold on. We never feel enough. We feel extreme mom guilt, and it takes away from us from enjoying the beauty of raising our teens. We either get stuck where we have to hold on so tightly, or we get stuck internally as a mom, always living in a state of nostalgia. So how do we not allow the thoughts of, we only have 18 years take over us? Well, I'll admit, sometimes it's really hard. We are surrounded by hearing from the outside world, social media, television, and movies that we only have 18 summers left or 18 years with our children. But we know this is not accurate. We know that's false. When my girls were little, it seemed like every time we stepped into Target, I was reminded of this by an older woman walking around. And I remember I would let her go on and on and on about how I have to savor every moment and it goes so fast. Yes, it goes fast. But just because time moves on, it doesn't mean I need to enjoy every moment because I know I didn't enjoy toddler tantrums and I also don't enjoy arguing with my teen. We are not made to enjoy every moment of motherhood, but for some reason, these ideas go hand in hand. So how do we not surrender to this? Well, it's keeping in the forefront of your mind that it's nonsense. It's knowing that yes, there are many last moments that happen, but all of those last moments lead to beautiful firsts, to new opportunities, and to new chapters in life. And it's not getting stuck in one phase of our parenting journey. It's not getting caught in the past, but also not only looking forward to the future. It is focusing on the present moment. And guess what? You don't have to love every moment or need every moment to matter, but you do need to accept that you will have good days as well as bad days. And all of those days combined make up a lifetime of being a mom because being a mom doesn't end. And you know, for those of us who still have moms in our lives, we know it doesn't end. For those of us who have lost moms, we can only imagine how our mother would still be integrated into our world. So we just have to hold tight when we raise our kids to believe this is truth. When raising our kids, it's a moment. It's not a moment that's just holding on and having issues with letting go. Because if we really believe that we only have 18 summers, it is going to be really hard for us to let go because we're thinking it ends. But if you believe and you know in your heart you have a lifetime, then letting go is not difficult because you know you are still connected with your teen and you have a lifetime of memories to make. So hold on to that 
and that will get you through. So mamas, take a moment today to think about changing the perspective on our teens growing up and letting go. It is not all doom and gloom. It's a beautiful gift we are blessed to witness. It was an honor to talk with you today, and I encourage you to take some time to reflect on all that we have talked about. I am so grateful you are here, and as a thank you, I am sending you my ebook, 52 Affirmations for Moms. Each week, you will be encouraged with thoughtful messages of hope and affirmations to guide you along your motherhood journey. And remember, you are a wonderful mom. You are not alone. We are on this motherhood journey together. Hang in there, mama. You've got this.